Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where I focus on not living in regret and forming high-functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments, and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain, and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning and welcome. I'm actually just uh, doing a little editing here. I got in the middle of a podcast and got off onto this tangent and thought, those are two completely different subjects. Let's just save those for another day. So the subject I got onto was being overwhelmed. And it was funny because I was doing the podcast on don't like what you see when we see our personality traits in other people and how we react to that. But I had opened up the meditation book by Melody Beattie today on today's date, which I believe is December 7th today. And her subject was letting go of being overwhelmed. And I thought that's really appropriate, especially where I've sort of been the last couple of weeks. I have not been budgeting my energies levels wells at my energy level well energy levels well at all. I'm struggling with my memory. And, uh, you know, then you immediately start feeling overwhelmed. So today she talks about letting go of that feeling of being overwhelmed and how a lot of it is to do with living in fear. But first, let me just uh, give you an example of what's kind of been going on the last little bit. Helping coach someone the other day and I sent them an email and I said, to them, you know, we're not looking for a magic pill. We're looking for an improvement. And that's unfortunate today with a lot of people is because, um, especially when you are feeling overwhelmed and, and such in life, we just want it to be better. And I, even myself struggled with this this past week, went to the doctor and I literally sat in my doctor's office for 30 minutes and cried my eyes out. Like I was in, I was on my last nerve, my last tether, I just couldn't handle the pain my body was in. It was just like when I first got sick. I just had not been in flare like this for a long time. And this hip. I mean, I was completely convinced that something was wrong and I needed a hip replacement, you know. And he's like, well, this is what happens, Shelly. You know what? Sometimes we're just looking for something to be wrong so there actually is an answer. There's something we can blame. There's something we can point a finger at. And in some cases that we can just take a pill to fix or something we can do to fix it. And so often that's not the case. It's just something's out of alignment or it just needs an adjustment. My hip is, my hip is deteriorating. That's beside the point. That's a long-term thing. But what I, what I had done is I had jammed it. I'd over probably worked it and then was compensating by limping. And all those ligaments around my hip joint and through my pubic area had all tightened up and all had to be worked on and stretched out. And actually he had to do some leg pulling and like adjusting. Um, I have a hip dysplasia so the socket sits in my hip a little funny he just had to get that all realigned well it was like 70% better uh hopefully they'll get more on top of it when I go back this week but I could walk again you know and all all that took was a little adjustment same deal here in life we're looking for the wins more good days than bad when things happen that the bad times or the bad attitudes or the are shorter Now, I can relate that to, say, to depression or to anxiety. We're looking for the episodes to be smaller and longer apart. 
we may never get rid of them altogether. And that sometimes is a, is a paradigm shift in thinking because we all want something to go away. Now, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of doctors out there and people that believe that we should be feeling like we're 20 into our 80s. I guess maybe my faith is just a little less on that one. The bottom line is the body does wear out. Um, and I have to work around it. It's like, this is the new normal. I don't feel like I'm giving up or giving in. I just want to be the best functioning I am with whatever's going on in my life. And the bottom line is I am aging. Okay. Uh, and, mo- and most of us are. So how can we the- be the best in this situation? I distinctly remember being in my late twenties, early thirties and seeing to my boyfriend Dan at the time going, I don't understand people. I'm, I'm in my rollerblade gear, so I'm in spandex. I can't believe we ran around half-dressed like that all the time in public. But anyways, I'm in a workout top in, in spandex shorts. I'm in my rollerblades. I've got my gear on, and we're about to go out the blading. And I'm like, you know, I'm always going to be this way. Like, I looked at my parents and my mom, who was just, you know, sliding into middle age with bad health and overweight, and I'm just thinking, I am not going to be that way. Like, I don't understand why people just give up and get old. <laughs> Oh, I laugh. I have to laugh at myself. The bottom line is we do get old and it isn't even just my physical limitations. Mentally, there's just things that I just don't want to put the effort into anymore. I get tired. Uh, and it is true. Once you've experienced something numerous times, maybe you're sort of done with that. Like we went on this cruise for the third time. I'm done with that boat. I thought I could go to that boat every year for the next 10 years. Not a chance. Even this year, we probably shouldn't have gone. We should have chosen something different. But anyways, you live, you learn. So that isn't always, you know, the answer, uh, or that isn't always um, what's going to happen, what you think when you're younger, but a boy, I did, and I was judgy about it. Anyone that knows me back then will know that I was judgy about people that just let themselves go. That's how the term I would use. Whereas I look at my life now and I think, okay, I haven't actually let myself go, but I work within the limitations of my health and wellness and, and do the best I can. Could it be better? I'm not sure. Maybe I mental, I don't have a mental attitude that's allowing it to be better. Maybe there's, so, there's something I haven't learned yet or an awareness I have not opened up to yet. Don't know. But as you all know, I've been podcasting for two and a half years now. When I find out, I will let you know. It is the Christmas season. Oh my gosh, this, I mean, there is no time that it can be worse for some people and being overwhelmed. Sometimes we talk about uh, so often, you know, Christmas being a tough time for people that don't have family. There's a lot of suicide around the holidays. It breaks my heart. As a Christian, you know, bottom line, if it all everything else went away, Christmas Day for me, it may not be the true calendar date of Christ's birth. I believe Christ was born in the spring. Uh, but it is what our what we chose as a civilization, you know, thousands of years ago, that this was going to be the day we celebrate it. Don't really care where the date is. This is the date we set aside. And... It's about Jesus' birth. You know, if that's the only thing I celebrated that day, that would be fine. Um, Everything else is sort of a bonus in my life. But at the same token, for people that get very caught up in all that and find it a very depressing time of year, there's also the other part of the population that just is fully overwhelmed, has too much family, too many obligations, can't say no, you know, goes into debt, uh, packs too much stuff in their schedule... I can, I've had years like that. I can relate to that. And those are things where we do have a bit of a choice. No, you do have a choice. As Berta told me, I I shouldn't sound so judgy. uh, So black and white, but so often the simple tasks in life can seem overwhelming because we've just packed so much 
much into everything. And I can relate to that. I look at my life and think, how did I work full time and, and do what I did? Well, I had a lot of crashes back then and ultimately I'm sick. So <laughs> I didn't really do it, did I? I didn't really get it all done. But I worked full time and then, you know, the laundry and the housekeeping and the car maintenance, the bills still had to be paid and the taxes had to be done and appointments had to be looked after. The dentist appointments had to get to, the kids had to be raised. We have responsibilities in our life and they just seem to go on and on and on. And so what does Melody say about this? Magic and power don't come from contemplating all that lies ahead, how much needs to be done, all that might go wrong, whether we'll get through. That's fear. We don't find the magic and the power by denying, escaping, or ignoring our feelings. Even feelings of being overwhelmed. Feel what you need to feel, release it, and then go forward in love one moment at a time. I have lived this and actually preached it since high school. I was asked once when I was in high school to get up and give a testimony at church. And I spoke exactly on this once. So obviously it's a theme in my life. We get so overwhelmed, I certainly do, that I have trouble taking one step. And I spoke about that when I gave my testimony. I was overwhelmed. I'm pretty sure I might have been in the first year of university, not the last year of high school. And I was finding it very overwhelming. And because it was so overwhelming, I wasn't getting started. It was just growing. The books, you know, were on my desk, all over my bed, all over my floor. And the projects weren't getting started. The reports weren't being done. The, you know, the studying wasn't getting, getting started because I didn't even know where to begin. I'd let the situation get so out of hand. We do that in our lives so often, but all you need to do is clear the decks for half an hour, make a list, spend some time in meditation and do one thing. That's why I'm such a big proponent of making your bed in the morning and raising your children to do the same because it's, you get one thing accomplished and it isn't just about making the bed and living a neat and tidy physical life. Mentally, there is a huge sense of accomplishment and this has been proven through psychological studies of getting a task done. Now, maybe the bed making is not your task, but we should all start somewhere and make your children should start somewhere and you can let them make decisions when they get older. But my attitude was he lived in my home. You will learn responsibility. You will learn to be neat and tidy. You will learn, you know, to get things done. I started with that. As you get older, that may not be your thing at all. Maybe your bedroom's never seen by anybody. You don't care. Maybe it's your kitchen. Maybe it's your office. Maybe it's your car needs to be kept neat. Maybe you just need to, I don't know what it is for you. <clears throat> Maybe you need to start your day and you're not with a bit of meditation or a workout. High functioning habits, okay, this is what it kind of all leads to. But the bottom line is you need to do something. You need to get started. And when you've taken one step, you will find the next step is easier to take and eventually you will have a path and the things that aren't important will fall away. That has been my experience. There's a lot of psychological um reports and things out there that sort of support that mentality and that theory. So I really encourage you to hang on to that knowledge and know that being overwhelmed, really a lot of it's based in fear. You need some new habits. You might need to let go of some few things, learn to say no, but you do need to move forward. You have been given the power to do all that you need to do, but if you don't start with simple steps and start tackling what lies before you, you're not gonna find your way. But if you do, you will find your way. Again, remember, 
life is deviation there's always going to be detours it's about getting back on track not staying on track because let's face it i've seen some of the neatest things when i'm lost have a great day everyone and i'll catch you on the flip side thank you again for joining me today and remember to focus on not living in regret I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.